we'd like to start off by apologizing to our hordes of fans for our extended absence. <laughs> uh, we had some major changes happen in our lives. I got an air fryer. <laughs> really keeping me busy. Uh, yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. My wife had a baby, but we also have an air fryer. I'm torn at what's more exciting. Yeah, we'd like to welcome... The air fryer is magic. Brian, We should have talked about this before. (laughs) It's pretty great, dude. I watched it. I used to work night shift, and it would be on the... In the infomercials, and me and my partner would be watching it and talking about how badly we wanted one, then I finally got one, and it's even better than I imagined. Oh, Yeah. But in all seriousness, Brian had a baby. We'd like to to congratulate him and his wife for baby Jeter. Oh, yes. Yes, baby Jeter. Yes, thank you. He's happy and healthy. I did nothing. I, I watched. <laughs> yeah. He's a fat he's a fat little baby. We were initially thinking pitcher, but I think he's he's heading more in the catcher direction. Catcher DH. He's like he's like Vlad Guerrero already, <laughs> junior. Like, yeah, he might be at third for, like, a season, but no, he's a DH. So we haven't recorded because of of all the stuff that's been going on. We have not recorded since July, I believe you said. July. Embarrassing. So it's really embarrassing. A lot has happened. I'd like to start off with some of the, the biggest news. We are saying goodbye to two of the greats retired this year. Dylan Gee and Jared Saltamakia. Oh, <laughs> uh, could have swore they retired three years ago. <laughs> that 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 is kind of like that puts this offseason in perspective that people are even tweeting about Dylan G and Saltamakia retiring, and that we're noticing it because absolutely nothing is going on. I sent you. Uh, a tweet, or not a tweet, I sent you a link yesterday because I, I religiously look at MLB Trade Rumors. It's my favorite mm-hmm. website during the offseason. And things are so bad right now that yesterday there was a story about how Zach Duke was in serious discussions with the Reds. Like anyone would possibly care. Spoiler alert, yeah. he signed. He's on the Reds now. But... It's this is painful, dude. Thirty-five-year-old reliever <laughs> making headlines. I don't oh, even know. What, I don't even know what team he was on last year because he had a contract with the White Sox. It's the last thing I remember he did. But anyway, who cares? Yeah. Um, who cares? Before we get into the painfulness that is the offseason, though, you want you want to talk about these uh, Hall of Fame inductions? Yes, I suppose we have to. Congrats to your boy, Mo Rivera, the first unanimous player in baseball history to be inducted. I don't understand why people are mad. You may have seen it coming, being a Yankee. I didn't see it coming at all. Really? No. I think that he is one of the... Say what you will about whether he should have been the first. Obviously, he shouldn't have. Willie Mays, Jackie Robinson, Mickey Mantle. Griffey. Joe Griffey. DiMaggio. Griffey should not have been. I am sick of people saying that. That dude had a garbage second <laughs> half of his career. 
Try playing good. He your played whole on career. the Reds. Yeah, and he was and he stunk them up, falling asleep in the dugout. Griffey should well, not have yeah. been well, the the first unanimous. He wasn't the only person asleep at Great America Ballpark. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> not not that I was there, but I know that much of it. Dude, I got a couple. I got a couple. I have a lot of beefs with the Hall of Fame. I got a few about Mariano Rivera. I'm not saying that he shouldn't be the first unanimous. I didn't see it coming in terms of these Hall of Fame voters get like a god complex about them, and you could vote for however many what ten people or something like that, and people will vote for like two. They'll vote for like Billy Wagner and Edgar Martinez, and like leave everything else blank. Yeah. So that's why I didn't think there would ever be unanimous because. You know, like, oh, I don't, I don't need to vote for him because he's going to get in. I know he's going to get in. Yeah. I thought that was going to happen. Which and is, I'm sure that's what happened with all the previous people you talked about. Yeah, I mean, I think people have even said as much. I think, like, Ken Griffey, what, missed, like, three yeah. votes or something like that? It's terrible. Terrible. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, like, thinking back in the last, like, I don't know, 15 years, I feel like Ricky Henderson should have been the first unanimous yeah, no, yeah, I agree, because a lot of his records like cannot be touched. You know what I mean? There will never be another player like him. It's just not going to happen. But I'm glad that it was Mo, and it wasn't Derek Jeter. Like Derek will probably get unanimous next year, but just to have to deal with the backlash as a Yankees fan of having to talk about that every five minutes with people that think he's overrated and have to go through this whole thing again. And, like, I know there will be some of that discussion anyway, but for him to, like, at least he's not the first unanimous winner. Yeah. I read a thing, and it was, like, the infamous call of, like, pass the diving Jeter, which I love because he was always, like, defensively in the wrong place. (laughs) Are you kidding me, dude? Uh, Not always, but, I mean, come on. No, he was an excellent defender. Do a homework. He's one of the best players in the history of the game. People yeah, just... but I mean, you can't. He fell off at the end, Griffey style. He stayed awake. Yeah, because he, he had was... more. Co- he had more coffee than Griffey. Griffey fell off. Outside of that, Griffey fell off for ten years, dude. Jeter fell off for like three. You put, you put Jeter in Great America Ballpark. He's falling off. Watching Aaron Harang. Come on, dude. No, <laughs> he's falling asleep. <laughs> I just think facts. I just think it's it's convenient that everyone in the in the the lore of Ken Griffey Jr. everyone just forgets about the second half of his career. He was on the Reds for like ten years, dude, and he was horrible. No, yeah. Well, and unfortunately, that's like the Griffey that I grew up with. That's the one that I remember was the Reds being terrible. But, yeah, dude, he's the kid. On swagger alone, he should have just backwards hat. Robin pop flies from your dad. He should have been in there. <laughs> Would have loved it. Would have loved it. Well, all right, dude. Let's get on to some of the other inductees. It's not all. I mean, Mo. Yeah, he's great. What are you gonna do? Edgar Martinez. Love it. Love it. Love it. Finally. Oh, his last year, right, of eligibility? I think it was his last year, and well-deserved. Well he, he got in the mid-80s, mid too. This BS about, I mean, I think it's kind of appropriate because of kind of this BS about how oh, he's a designated hitter, so he shouldn't 
uh, have been in. But he gets in the, stupid. the same year that a relief pitcher gets unanimous. So it's kind of a sh- uh, show of like the changing of the times. And you know that yeah. you know that David Ortiz is going to get in, and it would have made me furious if David Ortiz got in. Edgar Martinez didn't. Well, David Ortiz is a first baseman. <laughs> in like nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, for like thirteen games or something. Well, I I think just because you're a DH, you shouldn't get in. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. And Edgar Martinez lost his time in the field too. It's not like he never played the field. But he's definitely yeah. the most famous. But I mean, that is one of the best pure hitters in baseball. It's just kind of funny that his time in Seattle, he gets overlooked. But like Ken Griffey and like Ichiro Suzuki did not. So I, I don't know. We'll see. See what happens. I love it. I'm famous. Glad. Yeah, me too. Good guy. Good guy too. Infamous Baltimore Oriole Mike Messina gets in. Do you want my honest opinion on this? I'm ready. Let it rip. I don't think he should be in. I think it's very strange. <laughs> we're we're in ag- we're in agreement. Yeah. And if he got in, I would expect to, him to have gotten in either in his last year or by the veterans committee. Like not, I think it's his sixth year. You know it's, why he got in? Pinstripes. I mean. Maybe, and he also like is one of the most like remarkably consistent pitchers to have played in recent history. Like throughout his entire career, he was just a solid like number two, number three pitcher. Um, yeah. Well, dude, that's a frustrating thing is just the methods that you can get into the Hall of Fame through the Veterans Committee through, and all the restrictions. It loses so much credibility for me. You know what I mean? It's just—it's a very frustrating thing. Yeah, I think as a fan, you my, know what I mean. My logic might be flawed on this too, but a lot of the discussion about him getting in is that he pitched his entire career in the AL East at the time when that was the best division in baseball, and he pitched in the steroid era. So then, why aren't we letting? the steroid accused players in as well. Like how yeah. is he getting in and Roger Clemens? Isn't? Yeah. And that's the thing. If Clemens and bonds fall off the ballot, I'll be done. Well, like they if they are. don't get in, they're not, they're not getting in. They'll get in. I got, I, you gotta have faith, dude. They're climbing. They're slowly climbing. What do they got? Three years left? Four. I think three. And they're like 59. They're going to spike in the end. It's not happening, dude. Because I have never personally been to the Hall of Fame, but in the Hall of Fame, they have tons of memorabilia from Clemens, from Bonds, A-Rod, all these people. It's like, so you're willing to have it there, but you just can't have the bust and the the glory of it? It's like, it's a joke. It's terrible. I agree. I I get it. The writers vote. It's their Hall of Fame. It's a trap. But come on, like, don't take this moral stand, this moral high ground. Did you see? You know? did you it's see not how? like they weren't. It's not like they weren't writing about them. Not like they weren't making money off, you know, the home run race and whatever. You know, it saved baseball. It's not like they were abstaining. Oh, those guys are dirty. They're just scapegoats. Terrible. I completely agree with you. Um, 
I uh, did you see how A Rod was like? I hope that they get in because then that means I have a better chance. A <laughs> Rod should get in for this for dating J Lo. <laughs> Killing it. The name of my fantasy baseball team is A Rod and J Lo Forever. <laughs> oh my goodness! Cham- I'm sorry, my champion, my championship. Oh, championship caliber. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, All right, enough of this positivity. Into the negativity that is this offseason. Well, we've got to, we didn't talk about Roy Halladay, and I, I don't really know how much there is to say about oh, it. Oh, my mistake. Sorry. Of, cor- no, of course no. he should be in. No one's going to yes. argue against that. Um, can I just say, commenting, though, about the hat situation? Yes, because I was going to bring it up as well. Oh, so first they announced that Roy Halladay's wife announced that she was he was gonna go in without a hat. And it's like I'm pretty sure if he was alive, he would have picked the Blue Jays. I maybe I'm just talking about No, dude. Eyes. No, no. There was interviews with him that he said he would he would go into the Blue Jay hat if he was fortunate enough to get in. He pitched for the Blue Jays for what, like ten seasons? Yeah, he pitched for the Phillies for like four or five. For four seasons. I mean, it's like they it's won a, a championship. It's though. a it's a no brainer, ridiculous. The yeah, Mus- the Musina thing. It's he pitched e- like he pitched an equal amount for basically for both teams, and it's kind of arguable like which he's more famous for being on. I would say I know you're going to hate me for this. I think he should go in as a Yankee because I don't think he would be in if it wasn't for the second half of his career. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I'd be fine with him going as an Oriole, but choose something. Going in with a blank hat, that's so dumb. Yeah, that's weak. And uh, you might know this, and it probably is to look at, but I'll ask you anyway. If he chose to go in with the Orioles hat, does he go in with, like, the old-school realistic bird? Oh, that awful one. <laughs> that be- yeah, like, but, I mean, it was that's what he wore when he played for him, yeah, you know what I mean? That would be pretty funny. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know how they choose, like, which logo you, you get. But yeah, you think it'd be like time area or time era appropriate, but I have no idea. <laughs> we all we all can't be the Yankees and A's with classic logos, you know. So speaking of the Yankees, I have some exciting news. Oh God! About them, um, you've heard a lot about the trades they've made, the signings they've they've had this off season. What you didn't know is that I'm going to spring training this year. Oh, really? And I'm going to attempt to walk on as their first baseman. Oh, God. (laughs) They don't have a solid option at first right now. I was in the uh, Morris County Youth League in the 80s. (laughs) In the 80s. I was. That's brutal. I was one of the uh, the top first basemen in my T-ball league. My little league career, I, I, I fell off a little bit, but I think I think I got a chance. I think me and Luke Voigt could be in the running for it. More durable feet than Greg Bird. I'm I'm positive about that. <laughs> I was, is Luke Voigt still a Yankee? Ugh. God. Luke Voigt right now is like their first baseman. That's embarrassing. 
You know what's terrible is he just goes on that streak, like lifts up the Yankees, and then next year, you know, he's going to hit like 210 with like three homers in August. Like, he's going to be terrible. And he's going to strike out like 70% of the time. Or this dude's going to surprise everybody. Because Brian Cashman does have an eye, and he like, he picked Luke Voigt out, just kind of like, just like he did with Aaron Hicks, um, with Aaron Judge. He knows what he's doing. Aaron Judge? Are you serious? <laughs> the player that no, everyone doubted. No one thought oh, was going to be a superstar. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, let's, let's talk about this horrible, crappy offseason. Um, uh, Harper and Mach- what, What's the biggest free agent to sign so far, would you say? Uh, Andrew McCutcheon? I think it's Corbin. Corbin? Yeah. At least Corbin the got Nats, the, biggest, too. the biggest contract. I mean, he got the biggest deal. Um, yeah, I would say he to was the like the Nats, dude. Yeah, that surprised me, man. I don't know what the Nats are doing. Like, dude, pick a lane, dude. They have a really interesting... you can't you can't trade off everybody and then be like, oh no, we're still going to compete. They have a really interesting team. It's like if you look at their lineup, it's like some really exciting young players like Turner. Soto, let's see if, how Victor Robles does this year. They're trying to extend Anthony Rendon. But then, like... They need to extend Anthony Rendon, yeah. Their pitching staff is like, man, one or two more seasons, maybe? Like, Max Scherzer, is, he's still amazing, but he's not getting any younger. And Steven Strasburg, talk about me made of glass. Like... Yeah. Patrick Corbin, he's turned, he just turned 30. So, But, like, it's not a young pitching staff like half the team is like super young and half the team is their window is closing and they're on these like long contracts so i don't know yeah i could see them going either way like i i I like a lot of what they've done this offseason um and i think like if they don't re-sign harper i think they might give themselves flexibility going forward to remain competitive but yeah i was i was pretty shocked that they signed patrick corbin i don't think that was necessary for them to do yeah it was just kind of a strange move especially if you don't get back bryce then it's like well what are we doing here i mean i would argue that they shouldn't sign bryce yeah if because who would you want him to go to if if you could choose I mean, we were talking about this the other day. It was like, now it came out that the Padres are met with him. And it's like, that would be, like, if Bryce Harper went to the Padres and Manny Machado went to the White Sox, I would be so happy. That'd be incredible. That'd be incredible. (laughs) But if if I'm actually talking realistically, like, I thought there was a chance that he was going to go to the Dodgers, which I thought actually made a lot of sense. Um, But with the A.J. Pollock signing, that seems to not be in the cards anymore, I think that, that Philly is where he should go. Yeah. Like, if Philly's going to sign one of these guys, they should sign Bryce Harper, is my opinion. But... Yeah, if I, I think... I f- yeah, I think he'll go to Philly. I would like it if he went to the White Sox. I think that'd be sweet. It just is strange that, like... The Philly thing has been talked about for so long, and now it seems to kind of be like fading away. Like, 
I just like if it was gonna happen, I feel like it would have happened. I like. I don't. I don't know. I'm because s- I mean, JD Martinez of the Red Sox last year was like a foregone conclusion, That's and they true. didn't announce that until like February twentieth. Yeah, because the Red, like no one else was. It was basically a one man or one team. This is old Mexican standoff. And the Red Sox weren't willing to go above a certain price, and he. JD eventually had to go down and I went like that's probably what's happening with Bryce right now and I'm like it's going to be really interesting to see what these guys end up with and I think like that's why you see these teams like the Padres entering it now because like maybe these teams can get him on a shorter deal for a higher yearly price because he's not getting the long-term deal like he's obviously not getting the like plus 300 million dollar deal that he thought he was going to get yeah 12 year well the first thing is before last offseason it was like oh dude these dudes are getting 400 million no problem and then all of a sudden it's like then the last offseason comes like oh this offseason sucks the players are getting shafted more or less and we've been looking forward to this offseason for like two to three years and now it's just a grinding halt with no action this is worse than last season it is worse than last season, just because it's like JD. Yeah, you know he's like a he's good, but it's like, dude, these are two phenoms, twenty six, twenty seven years old or whatever. I feel like if Harper also goes back to the Nationals, it's kind of like, eh, it's kind of boring, you know. I don't like. Maybe I honestly, switch it up a little bit. I really don't think he should. I think that it would be a mistake for the Nationals because they've made some. Mis- they've made a ton of commitment to their pitching staff. And if they sign him to a long-term deal, they're going to hamper themselves with going forward with the flexibility they're going to need. Yeah. And they have... And unless they trade some people, their window is, you know, would be relatively short with that aging staff. And you only got Soto and Robles, you know, got some control, but... I mean, they're Soto outfield right now. Like, kill it. An outfield of Soto, Robles, and Eden? That's awesome. Man, and then you have Michael Taylor as your your fourth outfielder. Like I'd take that any day. Yeah, I mean, come on, Michael Taylor's eaten. Eaten's hurt always. <laughs> this is he's gonna. This is gonna be his year. I can feel it. <laughs> oh, God, don't even it's comeback player of the year. Don't even say <laughs> it. Well, do, and then in terms of Machado, I hate Machado. I've hated him for a long time. If Machado goes to the Padres. Ooh, I'd have to root for him. <laughs> I'd have to. Like, well, the, the Padres are like everyone's like, you know, like they're like the run to litter. It's like, yeah, come on, you could do it. <laughs> I mean, you want to believe. Yeah, they haven't been competitive in like over 10 years. Uh, I guess 2010. 2010 is like the last time I remember them actually being good. But yeah, it's it, it would be it would be fun. Like to kind of have him disrupt the status quo, but man, it's that Eric Hosmer signing is really biting him in the ass right now, huh? Yeah, he looks terrible. And they have, but it's almost like uh, it's. I mean, I don't know how cool Hosmer is, but it, you know, it's kind of like that Robinson Cano. Like, all right, we got to prove to free agents that we're committed to winning. So that's true. Let's it's overpay true. this first, dude. And then, yeah. Yeah. So. What do you think? TBD. Can't wait till they sign. Let's go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a wild card at you. 
I think Harper, right. Harper might end up on the Mets. No. Brody, really? Brody Van Wagnon has like publicly said it's not going to happen because they have all this money committed to uh, the biggest flop <laughs> in recent history. The, your boy Cespedes. Nah, dude, he's got a couple bad heels. He's all right. He'll, he's, he'll be back. He's going to probably miss this entire season. Yeah, that's on, brutal. On $30 million. But Oof. this guy is making moves like a madman. And they have a need in the outfield. Right now, their starting outfield is Conforto, Lagares, and Nemo with uh, Keon Broxton they picked up as well. Yeesh. But, I mean, you throw... You throw Harper. Don't forget about Jay Bruce. I don't think Jay Bruce is on the team anymore, dude. Oh, dude. Oh, no. I'm totally wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they trade him last year or something? I don't know yeah, happened, yeah, man. yeah. No, I'm brain fart. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you throw Harper in right field up. there, and, like, you have Nimmo and Lagaris splitting time in center line. It's actually not a bad-looking outfield. And all the other idiotic moves they've made, then... Make a little bit more sense. Yeah. Jay Bruce came over in the Cano deal. That's right. I forgot about that. Oh, he did? So he's in Seattle now. It, yeah, with Cano and uh, and Diaz. Dude, what if Seattle wins the West this year? <laughs> Zero chance. <laughs> I, I made the mistake of being like, dude, they're my back. They're my, even though they're rivals with the A's, yeah. I'm like, these dudes are my backup team. Nope. Wouldn't that be not hilarious anymore. though if like they just they traded everyone away? Cause it's still like not a bad looking team. They got Encarnacion, they picked up, they still got D. Gordon and Hanniger, Malik Smith. Um Dude, no. <laughs> Depoto pick- made a podcast and we listened to it and we bought in. And <laughs> if you go on Seattle Mariner subreddit, like we're like, why are they so out on this dude? And you know, one season later we're like, Oh yeah, this dude's uh kind of whack he makes billy bean look boring <laughs> like he like you know how billy bean just like totally destroyed a really good team for no good reason just because he's like a vain asshole okay <laughs> like so, so you say uh-huh jerry depoto did this to the mariners in like five minutes what it took like billy bean like a season and a half to do yeah, DePoto's crazy. It's crazy. Madness. It's like, man, what are you doing? Like, why? I don't know. And they didn't the only even. Thing, yeah, they didn't even get good returns. And these players were like weren't expensive. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's strange. Very strange. I don't know. Cano back in New York is also going to be weird. So let's the talk, Mets are weird. Let's talk about the Mets. So they got this new. GM, Nobody wants to talk about the Mets. Brody Van Wag Wagnin, former like, agent. This guy seems like such a tool. <laughs> he really does. Total douche. I just the Mets are like one of the most horribly managed teams in baseball, I feel like. And a lot of it, like when your boy was running it, Sandy Alderson, like a lot of it wasn't even his fault. It's just the owners are 
like famously tight with the purse strings because they got ripped off in some pyramid scam scam like 15 years ago even though it's like one of the biggest Bernie Bernie made Bernie Madoff gone <laughs> even though it's like the one of the biggest markets in baseball I mean granted like the secondary team but it's like come on dude like spend some money here but this guy yeah. comes in and makes just the dumbest trades you why did you get Robinson Cano? Yeah. For what reason? Even if they're even so if they Seattle's get, paying that down, because I believe Seattle is paying some of that down. It's like they're paying a ton of it down. Like it just doesn't make any sense. I love that they got Edwin Diaz. I mean, Edwin Diaz is like one of the best closers in the game. Like that makes a lot of sense. They re-signed Jarvis Familia. Their bullpen looks pretty good, but like their infield is so weird now. It's Todd Fr- Todd Frazier, Robinson Cano, Rosario, and Lowry. Oh, and obviously, dead. he didn't get the memo that Lowry can't play well outside of Oakland. <laughs> that is a fact. Ask so, Houston. So that's going to be a bust. It's just like so strange. I don't know, man. I think they should have torn it down. Yeah, it is weird. I think they should have done what the White Sox did a couple years ago, uh, where they had, like, Quintana and Sale. Like, I think that – and they traded a bunch of their position players. And now they're set up to look really good. I think that what what the Mets did is kind of similar to what the Giants did over the last two seasons, where they just, like – we're a middling team that just set themselves back even further. And it's like, yeah, you have, like, two of the best pitchers in baseball, but you haven't been able to keep them healthy. And you haven't been able to back them up. And this defense is just awful. I don't know. I think, I think they're a bunch of idiots. <laughs> yeah. And it's I was really, interesting. I was very excited to see where Ramos is going to go. He's like, I think I feel like one of the most underappreciated catchers right now, and for him to end up on the Mets is just so disappointing. <laughs> I wish that Darno had taken that deal. I think the Mets, the Mets offered him like four and sixty or something like that. Oh, but that'd have been rough. Anyway, yeah, this team, garbage. Absolute garbage. Um, we'll see. And, dude, the, the NL East is going to be interesting again, just like it was last year. Let's take a look at your boys, <laughs> the Braves. Oof. What do they call them, the bringer of rain? Donaldson <laughs> on a one-year, like, $23 million deal or something like that? Very strange. I actually... It's like a prove-it deal. You know, I just I just don't understand. But he's old. Why they're not like they're doing the same sh- crap they did last year? They have a really good team. Like they should have signed Corbin. They should have traded for Paxton. Like they have no pitching. Yeah, they need some pitching. They've got Michael like, Baby. Ugh. <laughs> I feel uh. sorry. I feel sorry for whoever's going to sign Keiko. You're out. 
Yeah, that dude, that dude hasn't been good in a while, man. And like he's not he's not aging well at all. He had one amazing season, and then he's been okay. And I just it's I think it's gonna it's gonna be a bad deal, especially because it seems like he's holding out for like a monster contract. So I don't know if he gets more than like yeah, three, he wants something absurd like six years. It's like all right, bro, calm down. I'll give him two. Give him two, two and fifteen. Send him to the Brewers. Done. <laughs> Dude, let let me take you around the diamond, okay? In Atlanta right now, catcher Flowers, first base Freddie Freeman, solid. Second base, your boy Ozzy Albies, solid. Uh, the Twins, Dansby Swanson and Charlie Colberson at short. I'm kind of like, yeah, that kind of, yeah. Donaldson at third. I don't know. I mean, dude, if you're the Braves, you get rid of Shelby Moore, you get Dansby Swanson. Yeah, that's a win, dude. <laughs> Acuna, who's probably going to be the MVP, left field. Ender Inciarte, and then they bring Marquecas back on like a $4 million super cheap deal. Love it. Resign Brian McCann. Yeah, I mean, come on. What's, you know. They need to do something it's like about a locker their, room. Their catcher situation, though. I mean, Tyler Flowers is your primary catcher. Like, this is not. This is not okay. Dude, listen, listen to this rotation: Fultonevich, Newcomb, Gosman, Tehran, and Toussaint. Yeah, That's no serviceable. Depth. No depth. There and is like, no depth. Yeah, there's no. A depth. lot of these guys are young and very inconsistent. Cosman had a had a good end of the run end of the season with them, but man, that guy has been like the model of inconsistency. Newcomb and Fulton Evicks are are way too young to be relied on as like the the anchor of your rotation. It's like the division is yours if you just make some moves. Like I think they could eat with a couple of moves, they're easily the, the favorite to win the East. I just I don't get it. I, don't, I, like, I mean, we got to see where Harper goes, right? I like their bullpen though. If Philly signs somebody. So let's yeah. talk. Let's talk about your boys, the Phillies. <laughs> so I, when I was getting ready for this, I I did some research because I was going to make the argument that I'd rather have Gene Segura instead of Manny Machado. <laughs> It's a bad, I, terrible I, argument. I very quickly realized that that was a really stupid argument. But I think, like, it's kind of the funny thing with Machado is, like, if he just, like, stayed at third base and was like, I'll play third base, this is definitely what I'll do. And I know he's, like, said he's open. But you had him at third and Gene Segura at shortstop, like, man, that's, like, one of the better left sides of the infield in baseball. Like this, oh yeah, in this infield, you got the best first baseman in the league. Reese no, Hoskins. wrong. Who's no, better? he's not. Name, Don't name, say that. Name one. Fred. Uh, Freddie Freeman, better. Nope. Old. I, just up. just the person that I'm. He's not even the best in his division. I, he's, I disagree. I think he's he's way better than Freddie Freeman. <laughs> no, he he's not, and you know he's not. He's the next Miguel Cabrera. Signs a monster deal and does nothing. Come 
But I mean, they got like the, this. Is, this is a good team, man. I I know I just talked about the Braves easily being the favorites, but actually, I mean, I would pick the Reds today to win to win the East, and we'll see what else happens. But I really I love the moves they've made. I think the McCutcheon one's a little strange. But You're picking the who? The Reds? The sorry, the Phillies. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The the McCutcheon pickup's a little strange, but they definitely needed help in the outfield. And I love the D Rob signing. I love the Segura trade. Um, I think this this rotation is underrated. I mean, this is a really good team, and they might end up getting one of these guys too. So, either Harper or Machado. So, as much as it pains me think anything positive for the Phillies I think they they got a good shot this year if you get Harper what do you do with Michael Franco oh send him to independent ball one of the most aggravating players (laughs) in all of baseball I hate hate Franco they need to do if they don't (laughs) if they don't get Machado they need to do something this guy's got to go dude he's horrible yeah Send him to the Rangers or just somewhere out of sight. Oh, he's the worst. He'll have like a week where he's like the best infielder in baseball. And then he just plays at the level of like a, a little leaguer. It's horrible. I hate that guy. Yeah, he is frustrating. Time for him to go. All right. There's been two teams that have dominated the offseason in moves. One is pretty gross in the New York Mets. And two is the Cincinnati Reds, who are not gross. Very entertaining. The Reds are our new team. Dude. And the amount of disdain that I had for Puig last year is gone. I feel like... (laughs) Dude, I love it. I feel like you owe me an apology. I absolutely do not. I will apologize for nothing. <laughs> he was disgusting in the playoffs. So I live living in San Francisco. I've kept my love of Puig, of Puig, sorry, um, quiet because people yeah. here are very very emotional about about him. And since he's been traded to the Reds, I felt like I it was okay for me to now make my love of him known. And I've gotten a lot of, of very negative backlash. <laughs> 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 People are not on the same page as me at all. <laughs> but all right, let, me, let me take you around this Reds diamond r- real quick. The rotation. Di Scalfani, Luis Castillo, Tanner Roark. Where did he come from? I had no idea that happened. Uh, Sonny Gray, Alex Wood. Catcher Tucker Barnhart. Joey Votto at first, Scooter Jeanette at second, Jose Peraza at short, uh, Eugenio Suarez at third, Jesse Winker left field, Shebler in center, and Puig in right field with their fourth outfielder, Matt Kemp. What happened? It's crazy. Well, I'm, I mean, I think that they definitely took a big risk giving up their ace. And I think I believe that they, they sent their ace to to the Dodgers who then released him the next day, but Homer Bailey, they're definitely going to miss him. <laughs> they won't miss that money. <laughs> the worst that it's got to be like 
for people who don't remember, like the Reds were in their window. They were a really good team. They had Cueto. They had uh, Matt Latos when he was still a kid. <laughs> and they had all these good players. <laughs> and then one player they decide to extend out of everybody was Homer Bailey because he had like two good weeks. It wasn't even like he was having a good season. And that yeah. instant, instantly became a horrible, horrible decision. It was There wasn't even any, like, there was no honeymoon period with that at all. Like, it was instantly, like, well, that was dumb. Yeah. Dude, he's pitched two no-hitters. <laughs> well, so did Tim Lincecum in, like, the downfall of his career. Tim Lincecum weighed 138 pounds, dude. That's why. That's How crazy. much did Homer Bailey weigh? 500 pounds? Nah. $19 million, that's what he weighed. It's madness. But every year, it seems like these days, some team does this, and I feel like the Reds have done like a minor version of this where they like make all these like crazy acquisitions. Like I think most famously, the most recent example is that when the Padres like signed and traded for everybody. Yeah, it went like, crazy, yeah. And like I don't think awesome. this is like to that extreme. Like I think a lot of these are like actually smart baseball moves, and they're not just like acquiring. But you mean uh, when they got big game James Shields, who's pitched <laughs> like four playoff starts in his life? What they an got, idiot! And it got Craig Kimbrell and Matt Kemp and Upton, and they like I think they lost yeah, that, like that was insane. They lost like ninety games that season or something <laughs> ridiculous, but. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of the moves they've made are really smart. And I, I love the acquisitions they made to their pitching staff because it's like a lot of high upside, like particularly with uh, Sonny Gray and Alex Wood. Um, and I'm rooting for Sonny Gray, man. I hope that he does well outside of New York. That was just yeah. an unfortunate situation for him. And like, it's like one of, the, one of the better guys in baseball. And like, he's fun to watch when he's good because he's just like this small little spark plug dude that shouldn't be as good as he is. And, uh, Tanner Roark, you know, that's a good signing too. And maybe this is the year that Luis Castillo finally hits his ceiling. But Well, and is, they're also rumored to be in on Real Muto, which obviously they would trade Tucker Barnhart. Yeah. I don't know if he'd be in the deal or be a separate deal or whatever it'd be. Because he signed a pretty team-friendly deal. Because I think it was last year, maybe two years ago, he signed and we were like, Tucker Barnhart, four-year extension. We're like, who the hell's this guy? <laughs> but yeah, because apparently the Marlins are asking for a major league catcher in return for whatever <laughs> so, reason. Jeter gave up Stanton and Yelich for not that much, and then he's just trying to make up for it with Rumuto, being like, "Oh, look what all these guys we got back!" Like, no, dude. Their ask is crazy. They're asking for Tati, Fernando Tatis Jr. Like, uh, no. For two years of Rumuto? Come on, yeah. dude. Ridiculous. And they're not allowing a negotiating window, apparently, either, so. <laughs> Jeter's yeah. off his rocker, dude. He's, he's crazy. He's biracial Steinbrenner. He's losing they, it. They did, however, sign Neil Walker this week. Oh, Wow. <laughs> For like a million so that, dollars, so that Derek Jeter has a friend, so that Derek Jeter has a friend in New York or in uh, Miami. They hey, also buddy. apparently were in on Nick Markakis. Oh God, I don't know. He probably could have got fifteen mil, and he took four to stay in Atlanta. They're not even like 
in that stage of their development where they need like a good veteran presence, you know, like they're, they're so far away from being yeah, good. It's stupid. Ridiculous. Stupid. But it's consistent with every move that Jeter's made so far. Maybe or when Samson I'm, or whoever runs that show down there. Maybe when I'm down there, uh, I can, I can try out for the Marlins too. Yeah. Probably need a first. Just pick. send him a podcast link. <laughs> no, don't even try, try out for their front office, dude. That'd be oh, great. Oh man, it's yeah. What a what a what a mess they're creating down there. But anyway. all right, dude. Just a side note. Your boy, future Yankee third baseman Nolan Arenado, avoids arbitration with the Rockies. Twenty six million dollars. Isn't that nuts? It's a do record. You, so let me ask you something, because you alluded to it. Do you think that the Yankees have decided that they'd rather have Arenado than Machado? Yeah, because everyone would rather have Arenado than Machado. Why? Because, look at uh, what's this. You think Machado's antics in New York are going to stand up for? Absolutely not. I know they dealt with A-Rod or whatever, but A-Rod is more mature than Machado. Machado's an idiot. Like, And he's like a diva, dude. He's a, you know, he's going to be like, no, I want to play short. And it's like, no, Didi's at short. And it's like, he's going to be sulking. You don't want to deal with that. It's, because it's, it's interesting. Because the argument exists that, like, this guy has, through his antics last season cost himself like maybe a hundred million dollars but at the same time Harper isn't like not all of those concerns are attached to Harper and he's not getting signed either so I I don't know if that's true Um, yeah I mean I don't know if it cost him a hundred mil but I think it made people maybe think twice a little bit and Harper's Harper's like a little diva-ish or whatever but he's not out there He's throwing his helmet because he's mad at umps. He's not stepping on players' legs, you know. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. Or throwing bats at Oakland Athletics legend Alberto Cayaspo? <laughs> Come on, dude. Pushing Donaldson? Come on, get out of here, dude. I mean, I kind of like... Harper's like a bro, but yeah. So t- talking about the Yankees for a minute... Part of me is like, well, maybe. Oh yeah! Should. Oh, it's been so long since we talked about them. Please, <laughs> I'm dying. Part part of me is like, maybe they should sign him now because maybe his value is dropping enough that it's not such an albatross albatross of a contract. And nah, you take Miguel Anhar, you move him to first. Problem solved. Then you have an infield. Well, let's talk about this for a second. The Yankees have done some oh, really God. weird weird stuff this offseason. They've done some great stuff. I love the James Paxton trade. I'm fine with that with them giving up Justice Sheffield for it. I think that there was a lot of risk involved with Sheffield. And Paxton has proven himself. We got him, I think, for two years. Great signing. I love that they signed Jay Happ again. Over 30, too old. Should have kept <laughs> Justice. I don't love the Britain contract, but it's good to have him in there. And I love the Ottavino contract. Um, way less than I thought he was going to get. But then you get Tulowitzki, and it's like, all right, 
League minimum, not not a big deal. But now Cashman is saying he's the he's going to be the start, starting shortstop until Gregorius comes back. It's like, all right, a little strange, but whatever. And then you sign DJ LeMayu for twelve mil a year to be a utility player. That doesn't see, that doesn't sound right. Something else is going on. Because when when Tulo gets injured, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, the fact I, I don't it's just it it's very strange. And DJ LeMahieu The DJ LeMahieu contract is weird. And he's one of the like if not the best defensive second baseman in the league right now. So why would you sign him as a utility player? And why the hell would you have him play first? He has no value as a first baseman. I just I don't understand at all what they're doing. What I think they should do is have DJ LeMahieu just play second and have Glaber play short until Didi comes back. Well, who plays first? Luke Voigt. Gross. I'd sell Luke Voigt if I was Cashman. Gone. Your value will never be higher because you had some freak postseason. Anybody wants him. <laughs> but then when Didi comes back, are you ready for this magic? You move DJ to third. You move Anderhar to first. Done. Terrible. <laughs> I'm also a little. Yeah, I would wait a year for Arenado. To answer the question, yeah, I'd wait a year for Arenado. Absolutely. Not that you're guaranteed to get him, but... And also, to Lewitsky for the league minimum. Come on, Billy Bean. Where are you at? And he wanted to go in the Bay Area. Yeah, let's go. Right, so he let's... totally seems like a giant, though. If let's... I had to he picture him in uniform, like a... he seems he like a giant. He does seem but like a got Crawford. So let's, let's, let's jump across the country to the joke that is the A's. <laughs> Dude, don't you can't even I know that you don't believe it because they won 90 games last year. They were in the playoffs. Yeah. They played the Yankees, okay? They lost. Yes, but dude, they got humiliated. Come on. <laughs> Did not get him. It was slightly humiliating. This is my dude, this 90 is my, win 90 wins in the AL West. Come on, dude. This is my issue with the A's. Your issues is, are dumb. I love the Jerickson Profar trade. I think that's that's a great one. Yeah, that's a very athletics trade, yes. I love it. And he's probably going to be amazing there. And I don't know how you feel about it, but I would rather have Jerickson Profar at second than Jed Lowry going forward. Yeah, 100%. I've hated Jed Lowry forever. Not counting past performance because he had a great season. Yeah, he did, but still. But... There's so many deals to be had on this market, like Matt Harvey, Garrett Cole, not Garrett Cole, uh, Garrett Richards. Like, there's all like Garrett Richards, no. Wilson Ramos. Why weren't they in on? Yeah, any we people? need a catcher. We need a catcher bad. We signed Chris Herman. Like, eh. and the rumor is they're looking at Matt Weeders. Matt Weeders? <laughs> you out of your mind? 
Just put like, a cardboard cutout back there. Oh God. My like I, they got a good team. My issue is that they're not like I feel like teams like the A's and the Brewers, like teams that typically the Twins, teams that typically like wait till the end of the offseason to kind of take advantage are having trouble in like this new way things are going where they're not getting the deals that they used to get because everyone is waiting out now. And like they should be in there. They should be like I was so pissed about the Wade Miley thing. Like why is Wade Miley not in a Brewers uniform or an A's uniform? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. He shouldn't be on the Astros. Yeah. On a one-year deal? Come on. Get it together, Billy Bean. Get your head out of your ass. Let me take you around the diamond again real quick. (laughs) Plug your ears in the first one. Catcher, Josh Fegley. Okay, whoops. D.H. Crush Davis. First base, Matt Olson. Jerkson Profar. Marcus Simeon. Matt Chapman. Left field, Nick Martini. Ramon Laureano. Right field, Stephen Piscotty. Who? And then that bullpen is... Stephen Piscotti, don't act like him. No, not Pis- Martini and Loriano. Are you really like bragging about that? Dude, Loriano? Loriano's perennial all star. <laughs> and your boy Dustin Fowler. In the end, bullpen training Trevino, Joachim Soria, Yasmiro Petit, Fernando Roddy, Ryan Buchter, Hendricks, Wendelkin, and Ryan Dole. How I didn't realize that Rodney was more than just a rental at the end of the season. I didn't realize that he was he uh, player uh, team option, huh? And they exercised it. Yeah, weird. I, don't I know like about the that. I like we'll the see. bullpen, and Rodney's always the bullpen's entertaining. ridiculous. And they have enough people at the back end; they don't need to count on Rodney for anything significant. This rota- the rotation though: Mike Fires, Marco Estrada, Daniel Megden, Paul Blackburn, Chris Bassett. Like I, I know, like this is maybe not the best example because I know Charlie Morton wanted to be in Florida, but like Charlie Morton, like that type of player, like these are who they should be, and they should have been in on J Hat. Like they, they're wasting this opportunity, and they're saying that this is like a new era of the A's. It's like get in there, Billy Bean, you lazy asshole. <laughs> I dude, they got a, there's a lot of free agents left to sign. Like, friggin' no one signed. The yeah. A's and the Ray, those dudes are like bottom feeders. I gotta wait for the market to set. Then they realize, oh, wow, I'm not gonna... Harper didn't get 400 mil. I'm not gonna get that much money. Yeah, boom. All right. Two-year, 10 million. Two-year, 15. Boom. That's, that's how they do it, dude. We'll see. They'll probably win the West anyway. I mean, I was saying the same uh, thing. I, I was know. saying the same thing about the Brewers last year, and then they... Almost made it to the World Series, so what do I know? Very true. Yeah, that's a good synopsis for this whole hour. Yeah, what do we know? <laughs> what are you, you going to do? Well, I think that about wraps up our uh, thrilling I analysis. I think it does. <laughs> yeah, this was, it's, I'm happy to be back. It's very good, and we'll be more consistent. We won't wait uh, seven months. We're going to be back on our weekly, bi-weekly yeah. work schedules allowing. 
So uh, yeah. be sure to tune in for more thrilling uh, rants about the Yankees <laughs> and uh, how much I hate Billy Bean. Dude, I'm going to make a fake account and follow us and be like, please do less Yankees. Also, I'll listen more. Brian Cashman doesn't look like a ferret. He looks like a ferret. Do you remember? We're very class. Dude, I like this. We got combo notes. When we read that article a couple years ago about the best looking GMs, wasn't he like, he was in like the top 10? <laughs> Absolutely, he was not. <laughs> There's no chance. And if he was, it's because every everybody else was like 70 or something. <laughs> All right. All right. We, we also have this new thing called a, I'll explain it to you. It's called the Patreon. So if you want to go on our website, you can donate a dollar, support the show, and you're going to get some sweet benefits. And soon we'll outline exactly what those benefits are. <laughs> but uh, it's a, it's a, it, that's how fresh it is, okay? There will be some benefits, we promise. We're going to send uh, you so stuff you can... that we made in our air fryer. <laughs> <laughs> With uh, baseball podcast uh, stickers, something like that. Uh, so we thank you for tuning in. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at the baseball PC. Uh, same with our Twitter, our website, thebaseballpc.com, and patreon.com backslash thebaseballpc. Thank you. Later. <laughs>